This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. My name's David Reed. This man here is Marit Larwood. Hello, millions of listeners. Welcome to the film podcast. Uh, and this week, we are joined by a very special guest. It's Mr. John Luke Roberts. Hello. Hello. Friend of the show, John Luke Roberts. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, that's Do you right. like being called John Luke or Luke or John? Um, John Luke or Luke, not John. Why? I feel weird. If people say John, I think, oh, you don't know me very well. Mm-hmm. You'd know that it's either John Luke or Luke. What percentage do you get... I get largely Johns from people who I've just met. And then I I look oh, okay. askance. I don't really mind being called John. It's just I, nobody ever calls me John. I was always Luke. And then I had to be John Luke for equity reasons. Oh, it's equity. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not actually... Well, no, my first name is John, but I always use my middle name, which is Luke. But I've had to hyphenate them in order to... Well, actually, oh. for spotlight reasons. Because then equity um, made me hyphenate Luke and Roberts together. So on equity, I'm All John. Three. Luke Roberts. Oh, I see. Wow. I know. That sucks. Yeah. But I always assume it was like Jean-Luc, like Jean-Luc Picard. Well, it, it does, it sounds like that, doesn't it? It does, yeah. but it's not Jean, is no, it? it's You're John. I do get Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc. Every now and then. I've got, I quite like it. That's quite good, I think. I think that's... Jean-Luc know. Robert. Robert! Yeah. Uh, Have you fr- got any more middle names? No, I've used them up. Uh, Have you got middle name? Yeah. Yes, you... Mine's Ryan. 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 But if After I get, Ryan Giggs... After Michael Ryan, the uh, murderer, the, uh, <laughs> he went on a killing spree in Hungerford in the... Um, no, not named after him. Uh, Jack Ryan? It, no. It's, Shadow recruit? But I, get, I think I said this before. I get post, if they use my initials, Mr. Mr. Larwood. Because it's MR. 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 So, you know, when you get the, when any of your banks put yeah, your yeah. initials. Well, mine's, mine's DR, so I'm Doctor. Oh, so you're Mr. Doctor. Mr. Doctor, yeah. Um, For a really exciting second, I thought I'd worked out, Marit, that your surname was an anagram of Warlord, but it's not. It's not. I wish War- it was. Warlord. It's, it's, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm, uh, my ancestor is traced back to Geoffrey de la Wode, who came over to Norfolk in the um, something like the 14th century, isn't he? Right. Did he invent Wode? Yeah. So he, well, he invented, blue paint he invented, that you put all over himself. He invented woods, because that's what they're called then. Oh, right. Yeah, he brought the trees to England. That's good. Yeah, it yeah. would have been a boring place before the tree, wouldn't it? Yeah. that concrete. Well, we're not here to talk about ancestry, but that would be a good spin-off podcast, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. They do that TV show, didn't they? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Is um, anyone interested? And they, all, <laughs> and they all have to try and pretend to cry when they realise their grandparents just, you know, got their dick caught in a... Threshing oh, machine, yeah, threshing and therefore machine. couldn't 
couldn't feed their families at all. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a great show. Um, films, gentlemen, films. Yeah? Um, you went to see a, a preview then? Yes, thanks to Luke. Now, how, how did this come about, Luke? I, on Twitter, it said, hey, do you want to come to this preview? Click here if you do. And I clicked on it and then got two tickets to the preview and will now be bombarded with things from show film first who I used to sign up to and then would give you tickets to one preview a year and then try and give you free tickets to comedy gigs with people I know in them that's weird yeah what is it then what's this website it's show film first I've not heard of it can you tell well it's called show film first I think it's showfilmfirst.com if you sign up then occasionally there are previews of films so the other one I went to I mean I haven't really been I went to Cabin in the Woods years ago so it's films which they I think can't give away too much when they're trying to sell it, so try and do it in a word of mouth way by getting people to come along and then spread the words because uh, you can't train things them. Things they predict quite. are going to be a bit culty and they're not yeah. spending a huge amount of money on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. And where is it shown? Well, that was at Odeon Covent Garden. Odeon Covent Garden, so it was all right. But no, I was thrilled because the film we're talking about, we haven't actually mentioned yet, um, we went to see Birdman. Which we've mentioned recently is something that um, I really wanted to see. From the so. trailer, it's like the one of the most interesting films. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's get into it. I mean, let's tell you what it is about first. Michael Keaton um, plays an actor called uh, Regan? Regan. 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 Regan Regan Thompson. um, Who uh, is a sort of washed-up actor around Michael Keaton's age. I know that feeling. Who... uh, is only famous for having played a superhero in, in the 90s called Birdman. So the parallels to uh, Michael Keaton's own career are obvious. But um, he is trying to uh, rejuvenate his career by putting on a play that he has adapted from a novel himself on Broadway, and he is going to act in it. And so the entire film is uh, the days before the, uh, the, of the previews of this play, um, with the the rest of the cast, and that's, and he's that's gone, it basically. And he's gone mad, is he? Or something? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. that's that's uh, up for debate. I, but I've got another praise of it. Yes. A bunch of actors pretend to be actors, banging on about being actors, while that, a couple of actors pretend to be people who have to work with actors, banging on about actors. That's right. Yeah. No, that's because I would have quite liked to watch the first one. When the way you described yeah. it, you might just get in there in a car with a bunch of comedians on the way back from a gig. Yeah. Is it, is it an actor? People, is it an actor's film? It's, I mean, it's about being actors. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that's a negative point. It's, it's about. I found it in the in the hours that have passed since we've seen it. Yes, my view has gone sort of. It slipped down it? to the negative. I think. Really, I think it looks brilliant. And it's acted brilliantly. I, let, well, let's talk okay. about the, the looking stuff. Here. We'll get into the Gino debate on whether it's good. It. Um, now, his Alejandra Potatorka. No, he's um, it's uh, Alejandro. Well, so far I'm pretty something close. Something in Nueto. Right. He now. did Babel, and he did. did yeah, that's right. Ale, Alejandro Gonzalez Inarito. That's it. Alejandro Gonzalez Inarito. And he wrote it as well. Yes, but he with did three other people. He did Babel. He did Amores Peros and uh, stuff like that. But anyway, yeah. what what sort of um, beautiful Luke's quite right about this film is that it is a single shot. The entire thing. What? Um, I mean, they've obviously like rope with yes, exactly. But with modern camera techniques, they're able to treat it slightly. But I'm uh, doing a bit of reading. They would do fifteen pages in a single take, for instance. Holy shit! Yeah, and yeah. so it, it's hugely ambitious, and it is all one continuous camera move, and it's that is beautiful. The entire soundtrack 
is a drummer on his own. That's it. And that works as well. It's sort of... Yeah. It, you wouldn't think it does, but it really does. That that, that sort of um, syncopated jazz drumming that's on the trailer you've seen yeah. is what the soundtrack is throughout. It, it comes in and out. It's not always there. Just a um, side note, the yeah. trailer... I haven't watched that for quite a while now, but is the trailer completely... Is, then, is the trailer from the film or was it yes. separate? It was. No, no, it's all shots oh. from the film. Thought... It starts with, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, what is it? I hate this town. It smells like balls. Oh, yeah. uh, which is how the film starts. Oh. Um, I disagree with Luke. Just to get in there first, I really, really like this film. I thought it was excellent. The, the screenplay is fantastic. I thought it just, the, just the characterization and the interactions between them all, it's just such a cut above nearly all other films, you know? And Is it, is it improvised or is no, it all just quite it's all, it's tightly Very scripted. heavily written. Yeah, but the performances are absolutely stunning. The, the rest of the cast with Michael Keaton are... Um, uh, Edward Norton plays an actor who's brought in last minute to be in it and he's a bit troublesome and he's fantastic Naomi Watts plays another one of the actors in in the show Emma Stone plays Michael Keaton's daughter she's in about everything uh, she's she? excellent in it as well and okay. uh, Zach Galifianakis is um, his lawyer who is he's superb great. Exactly absolutely great, superb yeah. um, I mean the cast are just stellar it's it's a really quality piece of work. Whether you like the story they're telling, that's yeah, a no, I think matter. that's true. It's what, definitely what, it's, it's very well. Why made. do you not like it? Why why has it gone down? You're having thought about well, it. Well, so it's um, it's yeah, short proof. There's all this. What we haven't mentioned too is the kind of the weird supernatural stuff that you don't know whether yeah. he to begin with. Well, it's played it's played quite clearly, but you just still don't know that he when he's on his own, he seems to be, have telekinetic powers. Yeah. But he's also got a, um, the voice of Birdman, which is quite reminiscent of Christian Bale's Batman voice yeah. in his head, telling him how he's better than everybody else, um, which is what you get in the trailer as well. And then as time goes by, it comes clearer and clearer that these are dream sequences. Yeah, or, some, or, or he's losing his mind. That's sort yeah. of up to you. But yeah. um, it's uh, it's full of all the... It basically, so the camera just moves around this place and then out and all around. And the characters seem to move from one duologue to another, and there's all these relationships hinging around him. There's his daughter, who's a uh, sort of druggy dropout. There's his girlfriend, who's uh, who's pregnant and then not pregnant. And there's um, his, his wife, who's, who's is that Andrea Riseborough? Thing. Is I that think her? so? Yeah. Um. Oh yes, Laura. Uh, Andrea Riseborough. Yes. No. Is or is it, that the girlfriend? I think that's the girlfriend. Is that the girlfriend? Is it? It sounds like it might be one of those things that's a play. That kind of it feels like it's, it feels very play like. It certainly feels thing, like it's been written by people who by people who yeah. uh, are used to writing plays. Certainly, but that's no bad thing. When you get an intimate character study, there is mm. something about just letting the characters breathe. The, the thing that I would say falls on the negative for me is that I can't tell whether a lot of those scenes are aiming to be cliched scenes mm-hmm. because they do seem to be replaying scenes you've seen played out in plays loads and loads of times or whether that's some kind of commentary on on theatre or film as so much of it seems to be. Yes. But because they were often quite cliched and always talking about feelings and about things 
rather than talking about very, other things. That's to a very New York talk thing, about though. Things, but but it's it's a, that's a very it's American thing to do, though, isn't it? Just Where tell just, people what you're feeling yeah, so they yeah. can tell you why you should be feeling differently and you tell them how you're feeling again. It that's, seems what, a bit... that's what Americans do. I, they, I, feel, I feel quite hungry. <laughs> exactly. We don't care, Mark, because we're English. We couldn't give less of a what shit. What would you say if you were American I said that? Um... You say you should have a sandwich. Yeah, I tell you oh. what you should do. You should have a sandwich. I've eaten beautiful sandwiches in my time. I can tell you, and I remember them all. This is good. <laughs> I do another one. I feel like I'm about to shit myself. You should do it and feel what it's like to be a baby again. <laughs> How I wish I'd had my youth. This is isn't we doing the film now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel disappointed in my life, but I'm too scared to kill myself. That's probably That's, an honest uh, response. I would kill yourself. Mm. I would just grab the bull by the horns and do it because you will regret it for the rest of your life if you don't. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. Is it because it's a someone? Often you get people who is he actually Spanish or is it the, is it the writer? You know when you have people writing in a second language. Yeah. Just a new, you sometimes lose no, the nuance. I, I don't think sounds. that's. I don't, so I don't agree with Luke on this. I think the the writing was spot on for that world, and I think actually a cut above so many other dramas of this type because it had such a good sense of humour, and I think the actors yeah, got that as well. It yeah. was very funny. Is it a thing where? They they're enjoying themselves a bit more than the uh, you no know, you know, no you not can at all. See, like Nicole Kidman, she's just doing it, and he thinks she's enjoying this performance more than anyone else's. I always pick on Nicole Kidman. Yeah, um, not really. No, I mean uh, the performances were fun to watch most of the time. Yeah, and aesthetically, it looked great. Yeah, thematically, what about loneliness and how hard it is to? Be I think artist? it's a great piece. I do. I think it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> and what was it like? Were people laughing in the cinema? Was it yeah. full up the screening? It was actually, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, it was pretty full. Yeah, everyone loves a free film. That's tr- that's true. That's a thing. They you, urged you us to f- talk about it on Twitter as much. How that was funny. That How? was quite an interesting what happened thing. At the end of it? Uh, no, at the beginning they had this thing up on the screen saying Birdman hashtag Birdman preview. Hey, put up what you thought on Twitter about Birdman with a hashtag Birdman preview, and we'll use the best comment in our advertising. Wow, you could get Film Fandango on there! Holy oh, shit, no. we could get three or four more oh, listeners, no. man! <laughs> oh. How many listeners do you get? Well, uh, three got, or four? We got quite a lot of downloads, but it's whether they actually I mean, listen to it's it. It's fewer this week because you're on and you're you're one of them. So, yeah, um, yeah that's true. you're yeah. here. Yeah. So, also, serials going out at the moment, everyone's talking know. about serials. And you can only listen to one podcast at a time. That's true. Those are the rules. Um, it's not like TV, you can watch an episode while listening to a podcast. That's always weird. Here's, here's, another, here's another preview question. Did they show trailers then? No, no. It was, no, just straight, straight into in. the film. Yeah. Not even someone comes down and great. says hello. That's great. Oh, no, a man comes and says hello, but he said hello reading from a sheet. He, I mean, as you said, he could have learned it. I mean, yeah, he could have learned he it. A man comes on and he reads He from... read from a sheet. But what I loved, it was that, that clunky, slightly shit thing of the speech he'd written was really sort of like... I don't think he'd written that speech. Enthusiastic and passionate, but he was reading it straight off a piece of paper, so it came over as completely disingenuous. We are delighted to welcome you... We're so excited to to have you all here. Birdman preview. (laughs) One of the first Twitter-driven previews of its type. Okay. (laughs) Some people in the meeting had written that out, and he had to go and read it. He was sent down first class to Odeon, Covent Garden. And he was American? No, no he wasn't. He, he, I think he just worked for the Odeon. So the budget was £22 million. Was it? Yeah. Well, Ooh. it's got some good actors in it, and it would have, you know, that it, it's got 
some CG. I won't go into it, but and presumably yeah. it's got more than we noticed as well. To in order to do that one shot transitioning thing, I could spend an awful lot of time talking about the film, yeah. which means I think ultimately it's quite a good film. Yeah, but it irritated me. Really, it, it didn't irritate me at all. Well, why did it irritate you? I want to hear this. Well, I think for the reasons I've sort of talk- I was bored reasonably often. I found myself drifting out of it. Oh, okay. Um, I, well, that's quite the opposite to me. I found I was never bored throughout mm. the entire thing. It always I don't think engaged you two me. should be friends. <laughs> People are allowed to think different, different things, Merrick. It's not that Opposites healthy. attract Merrick, which is why we are currently, David and I, engaged in full sex. And How? I disagree. What? <laughs> to, to what? The, the acts of sex? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, David, oh, no. Oh, dear. I wish you'd told me earlier. Well, that's going to be broadcast to a lot of people. Oh, I know. Um, I'm sad about now being implicated in even that as a joke. Have Thanks, you, David. Have You're you welcome. seen any other films together? Um, oh. Uh, well, Luke's been on the show before, so presumably he's we talked about the Brazil. film. Yeah, Brazil we've talked about, but I've but seen that thousand like times. Yeah. Um, um, there's similarities, I would say, between We certainly like, we like a lot of the same films. I think we also dislike films. Like you, there's some films I like you hate. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but I only hate them because you like them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sounds like you two are in love. It does a bit, doesn't That's it? That's not what love is, I'm Marek. discovering this at the same time as you, Marek. <laughs> but this is, this, is, um, not, this is not fresh love. This is like two years, <laughs> two years um, into a relationship. You is know, there a we, film called Fresh Love yet? That would be good. Two young men. Fresh love. It's the things that sometimes excite you about in a relationship that eventually drive you apart. That could be the theme. I mean, it's been used so quite a well-trodden format. Yeah. The excitement, the danger it's that your, first brought um, it's your love David and Luke of, together. Uh, it's your love of breeding wild boar that brings you together. And it's eventually Don't call him boar. wild boar. <laughs> and why do you like breeding so much? This is quite a... I have to remind you, that, I don't know if he's still listening, that nine-year-old listener who's probably about ten now. Who was 10 when he started? He's probably 20 now. He's probably about 11. Doing this a while. Alex Wishart, his name was. So yeah. he's probably getting. These are sort of questions. He's learning a lot. I sort of regret now not being told about that before we started. <laughs> it's quite alright. We, we often forget what okay. we're talking yeah. about. Um, so, what? how many. Um, have you finished talking about it? How many Davies and how many Lukes do you give it? All contentious Luke. Um, I, what do I how give it? How many Lukes? Out of five. 10. Out of 10. Out of 10. Tension is, tension is building. I'm going to give it like 6.75 Lukes. Okay, there's a decimal Lukeage system. That's entirely your call. That's a, that's a okay. Luke system. Well, we could do it 6 and 3 quarter Lukes. No, that's 6.75. It's normally you say 6 or 7. <laughs> I would give it, um, I think. I'd give it 9 Davids. Wow. It's really? It's a very good film. Yeah. Wow. I've really, really enjoyed it. I could watch Michael Keaton all day, and I thought the, yeah. the cast they put on around him were fantastic, and they all worked superbly together. Um, it's very long, wasn't it? No, I didn't find it long. It had three or four possible endings. Yeah, but they I kept on... Oh, this is, this, oh, is this the ending? Yeah, no, yeah. Not, did that there was one ending I was really glad wasn't the ending. Yeah, me too. How um, long was it? Because it didn't say on the IMDb. Well, I don't about know. Two hours, yeah, about it two hours. Two hours. It wasn't overly long. I mean, it's longer than the film ought to be. It was longer, longer than, than 87 minutes, which yeah. is what a film should be. We agree on that. We do agree on that. Yeah, but no, Birdman, I'm very pleased to have seen it. Well, well done, everyone, and well done. Show films first. Something like that. Show film first, I think. Show films first. <laughs> um, Thank you, Marek, for Marek, your generous... Before um, we uh, well leave Birdman forever, are you a Michael Keaton fan? 
Because really, his career is an, an anomaly, really, isn't it? Yeah, I, he's grown on me as I've got older. I really hated him in Beetlejuice. No, really? I, really, I just hated that film. Oh, I love I'm Beetlejuice. Not, I wasn't a, a big fan of. Tim, I wasn't a big fan of Tim Batman. Early Tim Burton. Tim Batman. <laughs> Tim Batman. I didn't really, and his I didn't, Burton films. I didn't really like Tim Burton's. Uh, uh, I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan. Oh, I was obsessed with them as a kid. Okay, loved those. Um, but yeah, I mean, then Michael Keaton. He sort of just slowly declined in terms of the good films he could do. I mean, he, Out of Sight he's in, which is fantastic. Yeah, what did he do? White Jackie Noise? Brown. He did a horror Yeah, he did I White Noise. Um, is it called Pacific Heights he did? That sounds right. Uh, what about then, Massive Robots? Yeah. yeah. No, no. No, yeah. no, no. Um, <laughs> Pacific Rim, the sequel to Pacific Heights. Oh, uh, that works, doesn't it? Oh, he's in Robocop as well. Yeah, the new one. Oh, yeah, the new one. I didn't see that. I did. He plays a baddie who isn't evil. And here's the dirty secret. Haven't seen the original Robocop. What? It's a classic, mate. Really good. Uh, But he's in Jack Frost, where he's a a bad father who gets killed and comes back as a snowman. Is he a good snowman? Oh, he's an excellent snowman. That's what they say. Bad father, good snowman. (laughs) That's that's what they say. He was an odd choice of Batman, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, because he was com- he was the comic actor at the time, wasn't he? He was, um, but Tim Burton said he was the only uh, actor who he thought would have that edge to believe that he would be mad enough to dress as a bat and go outside. Do you remember the point in your life when you realised that the same man had played Batman who had played Beetlejuice? Yes, yeah, and an it just feeling. didn't. You just couldn't work out how he'd done it. Yeah, very odd. And then you realised, oh, it was a mask and makeup. <laughs> yeah, that's how he did it. And acting. Yeah, course. and acting. Don't forget oh, the acting. acting. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think Michael Keaton's excellent. Really, I would, li- it's, I would it's like Michael Keaton to be in lots of things. How old do you think Michael Keaton is? Ooh. Have you got it in front of you? I've got his date of birth here, yeah. Oh, hang on. Is it he... Go on. Go, do you want to guess well, let's, first? We can, well, let's both guess. I, let me settle in my mind what mine's going to be, though, before you say it. And yours. listeners, why don't you guess as well and see if you can guess okay. it correctly. How old is Michael Keaton? I'm going to say... Ooh. Okay, I've got one. Go for it. 53? Ah, I had 55. Yeah. Born in 1951, so he's 63. No! Wow. Well, he's looking okay for it. He doesn't look like he's had work done, but he looks like he's kept himself trim. (laughs) Well done, Michael Keaton. Well done. Buddy's joining That's excited, buddy, the um, dog. Sorry, he loves applause. He loves applause. Um, well, have we got any letters, Mary? Yeah, well, it's only um, a few days till Christmas. I don't even know. It's, it's quite a few days till Christmas. But here's it's like a, a week. Yeah, it's a week till here's Christmas. Here's a letter from um, uh, Fran Jolly. I mean, Jolly. I bet he um, he's in the mood with a surname like that. Yeah. Okay, this is from Fran Jolly. Good tidings. Which are the best Christmas films of all time? And do you both have your own ideas for an original Christmas movie? What does Mrs. Claus do on the only time of the year that her hobby is out of the house? Does she have an affair with the head elf? Also, Paddington is worth a watch. And St. Vincent is like a grumpier about a boy. All the best, Francis Jolly from Bournemouth. Of course, I, I agree with that sentiment because I talked about um, St. Vincent last week. You uh, did. Yes, you did. Thing? Christmas films. Uh, yeah, it's the same. Just go and see it about, about boy. What are okay. our favourite... Okay. It's just a slight, slightly yeah. worse version of that. What are our favourite um, Christmas films? 
I am a big sucker for. I mean, Elf is the uh, only one that's sort of become part of people's Christmas calendar now. Yeah, which happens without me realising. Suddenly, yeah. that was one of those films which everyone talks about. Christmas. And I think that's fair enough. Yeah, it's fun. I'm a big fan. As a kid, I watched a lot um, Santa Claus uh, the movie. Oh, I watched that. Loads. The one with uh, Dudley Moore in it. Oh, I didn't. No, I never liked that. Loved it. Uh, John Lithgow is the ba- baddie. Is the best baddie. I cannot remember anything about it, but I watched it every. Candy year. canes that make you levitate because John Lithgow steals the power of the elves in order to sell these candy canes for uh, his business oh, but then the el- uh, the candy canes go wrong um, we talked about this, I think we talked about this last year and we said Gremlins and Scrooge yeah, yeah. yeah I think there's uh, there's all the like uh, Gremlins obviously I think I, I've only got the kind of boring ones everyone Gremlins, Scrooge Muppets Christmas Carol Muppets Christmas Carol it's so in- best adaptation of Christmas Carol yeah and really faithful adaptation of Christmas yeah. Carol um, what original ideas for a Christmas film uh, well, everyone's tried it, haven't they? I think uh, I've probably missed the boat on this because, let's be honest, wizard fever has well and truly died down, hasn't it? Uh, Post Harry Potter, people aren't as into wizards as they were ten years ago. But surely it's a name, wizard. If you say mage, it's much more that's exciting true. than wizard. Just sounds like it. Uh, well, look, Santa, right? Immortal guy, big beard, uh, massive belt, pointy hat, magical powers. He, he's, a, he's a wizard, isn't he? So we should do a Santa wizard film, mage film. Santa Claus, the last mage or something. And the North Pole is his staff. That, <laughs> the that entire is one. Good. Yeah, the, oh, the actual the, pole. There's not actual pole. Right, not yeah, the yeah, actual. Not the, and it gets stolen. The, the North Pole gets stolen. No! And he's got to go and find his pole. Otherwise, Who? the kids won't get presents at Christmas. But who's his nemesis? Um, uh, the wev- uh, the weather Fred West. The, 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 the weather, weather girls. Wo- who's the one who was the weather woman who was um, husband went, 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 went off with the cheeky girls and it was her, she was really cross about it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What was her name? Yeah. I've no idea what you're talking about. I've got an idea for Christmas. Sinead, film. not Sinead. Oh, yeah, it's something like that. Someone like that. Um, someone... Sean. Sean, look... <laughs> No, not no, that's that's a rapper. It's Sean something other. Is it not Sean Lloyd? No, she's a singer. That rapper isn't she? Oh. Is she? I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> Here's a good idea. Well, oh, no. Someone frames Father Christmas <gasps> for murder, so they know he's coming down the chimney. Murder on Thirty Fourth Street. They leave the biscuits <laughs> out. Good. They've got his DNA. He drinks the milk. He's got his fingerprints on the glass. Yeah. He's moved the presents around. Yeah. He realises he's been framed. So what does he do? He gets a shotgun and goes mental. Well, he has to solve the murder. He has to find his own... He has to find who the before... In a single night. Yeah. He's got 12 hours to find... Does he have his powers of bending time taken away from him by some thing to make it harder for him? Yes, because they think he's... Because he... They say, I want your badge, your gun, and your ability to bend time. That's what happens. The the person who's in charge of it goes, we think you've murdered someone, we've taken all your powers away, so you're just a normal guy in a red suit who's got to find out who's set him up for murder. Does he still have a reindeer? Death's Christmas. Santa... Santa... Is, the, is, is there an elf in charge? Like the, the head, the commissioner guy who's in charge of him is an elf, so it's a funny little... Yeah, but maybe the, the elf has framed him for the murder because oh, he wants okay. to get the thing. Oh, you've spoiled it now, and now I know who did it. I think it's a good film. I, I think, think that is a good framing film. him. Who framed Father Se- Christmas? Sex crime Christmas. I, I like oh, mi- it's not a sex crime, is no, it? No, I like, I I like think murder it should on, be. I think it should murder be. Murder on 34th. I think you can get backers for that without a sex crime. With a sex crime, not much so much. more difficult. Okay, not a sex crime, but a crime on 34th Street. <laughs> crime on 34th Street. Murder. Murder on 34th Street, yeah. brackets, 
Not sex related. <laughs> Not sex crime. Good, good. Forget we ever said that. <laughs> Seriously, no sex crimes in it. Uh, Jesse, we shouldn't have put that at all. Don't. That's you're just going to think of it now. That's Stop a good thinking. idea for a film, isn't it? It's a very good, film, good idea for a film. You get his DNA. I'd cut this out of the podcast so that nobody else writes it before you. Well, I've done quite a few different ones. Well, this is this is proof you came up with it, though. This is uh, mm. you could submit this as evidence. Then you don't have to make a film. You can just sue someone who has. There's semen all over the Christmas tree. No, no, no sex crime. No, unless they're actual seamen, as in men who come from the okay. sea. Okay, but now I'm getting confused. What this film's about? I guess that you know the kind of tinsely stuff you put on afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save money, you semen. That's true. Mm. Mine's very metallic. Mine's <laughs> sparkly. This is this is a very a deeply homoerotic podcast. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, everyone. Um, what other films? What what, what Christmas films? Because everyone says the same one. What would you really hate? Oh. Hmm. Hate hate. Film I've seen at Christmas that I hated. Oh, they, well, they've started because Star Wars. Star Wars was always a little feature of Christmas time that, yeah, as a treat, it would be on telly. And now that the prequels have become that as well, you can't bloody move for Attack of the Clones at Christmas now. It's just like, what's going what's to be the film on Christmas Day? Be frozen or something like that. Yeah, he'll be frozen without a doubt. He'll be frozen. That's the new wintry film. I, I don't. I think I'm such a sucker for Christmas feeling. But you just have to put Christmas on a film, and I like it. I like the Die Hard, good Christmas film. I like watching the um, old Yogi Bears because in the eighties when I was a kid. Yogi Bears Christmas, the Christmas cartoons I quite like. Mm. The really rubbish Christmas cartoons you watch during the day before Christmas, and you're getting a bit excited. Why you cutting um, out snowflakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. wrapping up presents and all that stuff. All that stuff. Well, hello. Um, Right, that's. Um, Is that our letters for this week? Yeah, I think we read all the other ones out the, the week before. Right, well, um, Marek, you've been to see a film. Well, I didn't go to. I, I think I've been consistently to the cinema all, um, most of this year, but um, I actually had some work, so I, I, I watched a film at home, which is uh, one I wanted to see. It was a popular British film from last year, The Selfish Giant. Okay. I've only just found out this is based on the Oscar Wilde book, yes. Selfish Giant, but I've, no, I've never read it or got any idea. Well, it's idea about, about a giant. It was an old favourite of mine. Uh, well, I say of mine. It was read to me a lot, I remember, um, when I was a kid. But it's about a giant who has a beautiful garden and kids keep breaking into it and wanting to play in it and he tells them to go away because it's his garden. Um, so that's the premise, anyway. Oh, OK, so it's not... It's very loosely based on that because I couldn't work out why it's called a selfish giant. When I was watching right. where, where who is supposed to be the giant here? It's very, have you seen this is England the um, Shane Meadows yes. one where he's got those child actors that Thomas Turgoose who was just phenomenal. In it. Yeah, it's quite reminiscent of that. It's really that doesn't sound like Oscar Wilde's story at all. It, no, um, it's these two friends at school uh, and one of them's both both really working class poor kids. Are quite feral and living in a sort of a Norman estate, sort of just outside, sort of Leeds Bradford, Bradford way, and um, they keep on getting excluded from school. And they just uh, the one of them's quite quiet and nice, but in a really poor family, those are kids, and they're just eating baked beans for their dinner and just sitting their sofa. And the other one is just his brother's like a, addicted on drugs he's with his single mum parent, and he's in trouble with the police, and it's really horrible. And there's all sort of kids that you know. Someone right wing would say, you know, just kill them. Um, and what would you like say? Centre right, even just centre right. Centre right. Yeah, yeah. What would you say? I would say, 
I can't see any reason. So very deprived, poor kids, and they decide they they realise they can make money nicking copper and nicking um, copper cable and nicking stuff off railway tracks, and and they become sort of rag and bowmen and flog their money to this dodgy bloke who's supposed to be this giant probably who, right. who runs the uh, scrapyard and gives them money for the, their just copper things makes them strip it down so it's just about friendship and about poverty and how I can't describe how bleak it is you know, so it's, it's all washed out you know it's always yeah, raining yeah. the only sort of nice thing about it is the slower one uh, who's he's the main guy's friend um, likes horses and he's going to wants to race this sort of like pony road racing ponies on the road right there's quite a bit there's sort of gypsy elements in there can you say that I don't know um, but the yes, what's fascinating is the um, what if there if there are yeah yeah <laughs> well horses and carts and stuff like that um, the two actors are phenomenal right two young actors and you think they, they must improvise their performances because they're the same freshness when you see that this is England when you see a young kid going that is in so realistic yeah yeah sort of visceral acting um, that is it's watchable because it's so it's just, you can just watch these two kids it feels like you watch almost it feels educating Yorkshire or educating you know those programmes you see like the worst kids in that times that by two or three so it's boring on the documentary feels because it's so realistic um, it's brilliant it's a really great film it's um, and thoroughly depressing. <laughs> it didn't really work. Can uh, I've not heard of the director before? The people you might recognise in it: Ralph Fiennes in it, who plays Finchie in The Office. Oh yeah. Um, Sean Gilder, who's in Shameless. It's all you know, sort of gritty. It's one of those gritty British films that uh, feels like they're making. It feels like a sort of almost a new genre they sort of make. You know, low budget. British bleak films stuff set near railway sidings and yeah, uh, industrial much. wasteland lots of yeah. industrial wasteland in it yeah um, usually with one of those uh, gas towers in the background that's you know, easy with... oh, that is the um, I'll show you the poster it's electric pylons and uh, some, uh, and some <laughs> power station yeah, in the background power stations yeah um, if you want to be really if you want to watch this on January the 1st you know when you think <laughs> when you want to really start your year Christmas think, oh, is over all hope for a new start and yeah new... And is this your a... alternate Christmas film for everyone to watch if in you a think you're having a bad Christmas why not watch this and think actually things could be a bit worse <laughs> it sounds I'd like nicking um, Popper off a it sounds like the Fagin origin story of, uh, you know, how the Artful Dodger came to be in his company. I mean, you is a little oh, bit They'll that. make that prequel. They will, won't they? Oh, Everything's no. about prequels You could days. say he, the, the main guys are Bill Sykes and the kids are the Artful Dodgers going and licking stuff. I mean, there's a way of putting it. I, I just think I thought it was really well made, really one of those films that's not necessarily an enjoyable watch. That's the thing with these films. You think well, I don't enjoy watching it. I find it quite uncomfortable. I can see it's well made. Are they invigorating mm. though? I think that's the difference. How do you feel at the end of it? I just. Do you feel like going to bed? Or I feel, feel like I never want to be that poor. <laughs> <laughs> well, bad luck, mate. Um, I think it might make you want to start temping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
but I recommend it. You should support these British films, and I think if you want to watch something, how many Marrits? I think eight. Okay, yeah. okay, selfish trying. Um, so where can you track it down? Is it is it oh, readily I watched available? It, it, it was on Film Four, so I think okay. it should be online now. So track that down and watch that. It's worth a watch. Great, great. Well, um, there's two films for you. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us and uh, we'll read your emails out probably in the new year now, uh, then please email us, dearfilmfandango at gmail.com or you can talk to one another on our Facebook wall, forward slash filmfandango, or tweet us at filmfandango. Um, and we do all of this for free. So if you would like to donate towards our running costs and thank you to everyone who already has, then please go to filmfandango.co.uk and follow the links from there. Um, oh, is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, do you want to plug anything? Uh, a website or anything like that, or t- your Twitter or anything like that? What's your Twitter pen? Your Twitter name? Oh, I just, oh. Do you not no, do you not I don't do really, that? I don't really, well, I do, at J. Luke Roberts, but I, I don't really want to plug everything. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Uh, all right, well, well, thank you for coming. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank we'll, you. We'll be back uh, next week with Christmas cheer for you all. Keep watching the films. Bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.